Hey guys, Footy Focus Podcast, Episode 7, filming on, not filming. Yeah, you keep saying filming. Filming, guys, recording. Yeah, maybe, yeah, say recording, you said filming last time. <laughs> recording, Tuesday, July 7th. He's still a rookie, just yeah, I know. seven gamer. So, Wait till he's 50 plus, so that's when we start hitting our straps. Yeah, I'll get a banner. Um, so it's a dark yeah, we'll day. Yeah, get your wife to um, hold it up. <laughs> so it's a dark day for our, our state at the moment. So we've been oh. locked down for another six weeks. Yeah, just as we were Hitting looking forward to, yeah, <laughs> easing well, a week ago, I suppose. This is the last face-to-face podcast. We'll try to do some Skype ones yeah. in the future. So apologies to all the other states out there for letting letting the country down. Yeah, <laughs> but our um, what do you call it? Listenerships increased a little bit since last week. Yeah, so that's probably thanks to our man Jack Hudson. So he's uh writing for the Inner Sanctum at the moment. So I've put a plug on Twitter and he's got some great interviews there with Russell Ebert and Maddie Primus amongst others and some good game previews. So mm-hmm. it was good having Jack on. So thanks yeah, again. Thanks to him. So we'll move on to your game recap. Yeah, okay, yeah, so round five review. Not a bad round. A couple of upsets. And, yeah, the one game I want to look at is the Essendon versus Pies game, I think, last Friday. Delayed Anzac Day. Yeah, in front of zero people. So, uh, Pies were hot favourites going in, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, like Essendon coming off at one point, lost to Carlton the week prior, were underdogs. Uh, Pies, they were missing side bottom, and but they got Trelaw back, and yeah. missing Jeremy Howe. So going into it, I had a feeling we were in for a bit of a tight, like a tough, close game. Yeah. And like after the first three goals, it was um, was looking unlikely. Uh, Stevenson kicked a couple of early ones, and uh, yeah, Don's looked pretty flat. But I um, yeah had a feeling Essendon would get up, and yeah, they worked their way back into it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that typical run off the half back and uh, fast play as well. It was more scrappy because of yeah. wet conditions. Um, they're really dominant. Like, they use McKenna, like you were saying. McKenna and Saad to really generate a lot of their forward Yeah, well, McKenna's not there. Saad was, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but guys like Stringer, Shield, uh, and McGrath, they were good early. They gave they got a lot, started getting a lot of the ball and um, yeah, really got on top of that midfield battle with the Pies, who are suddenly a little bit shallow in that. Um I mean, they got still got a really good midfield, but yeah. without sort of um, who like side, side bottom, bo- yeah. side bottom um, beams not playing. Yeah, uh, who else? Really uh, hit time. Got two A graders. Yeah, there. and, and um, Greenwood's not there for that grunt, and yeah. and Brent, Braden Sire's not getting a game. Yeah, I think he's in and out last season too. They're yeah. playing um the big the big guy Rupert Wills. Rupert Wills, he's replaced yeah, Sire. and Dacos and the two Brown boys are playing, but they're yeah. inexperienced. And yeah, they're like. Pretty small bodied, so yeah. I think yeah maybe they lack a bit of um, big bodies in there. Uh, yeah, so Essendon they started to get on top. Dugowie wasn't having an impact. Mason Cox is out of form. Do you think Mason Cox should yeah. be dropped? Yeah, I was going to ask you that actually. Yeah, two touches. Yeah, he's. I think the issue this season you can't go back to the twos and get some get some good form going. But yeah, he shouldn't be in the team at the moment. Clearly, mm-hmm. maybe he needs to play on average defenders like Alex Alex Rance <laughs> to have good games. He's funny. Get Rance back in. <laughs> uh, for Essendon, like, have you heard of this guy called Jordan Ridley? No. So he was he, really good. He's um a tall running half back. He was drafted a few years ago, but he had yeah eighteen kicks and um yeah eighteen touches. I mean, and he went as eighty three percent disposal disposal 
efficiency, which um yeah, Very it's something good. that they needed coming off the half back. Yeah. Line, especially with that McKenna. In the coach's votes too, it's a good pick up. Yeah, he was and he's killing it in Supercoach as well, so he's like um he's having a really solid yeah, like averaging like a hundred plus points or something. So how'd the pies do with that? How? Yeah first match. Uh, yeah, not good as well. It's like Stringer kicked three. Um yeah. it wasn't a high scoring game, so there wasn't a lot, but yeah, Tip and Woody got on got on the end of a couple. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's a massive loss. Sharon Bird came in, like I did, um, he was one of my you options to come that, in. Yeah. yeah, so he came in, he was okay, but they were under pressure. Alex Moore's really, um, feeling. Darcy Moore, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Who's Alex Moore? Alex <laughs> Combination. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure on him though, uh, you're right. Yeah, he, yeah, so he got done holding the ball a couple, like, once, but, um, and Braden Ham and, uh, Will Snelling. I think Will Snelling played for Port. Uh, the, no, not Port. He played for one of the Sandful teams. It was a West Adelaide, North you Adelaide. You guys had him on your list, didn't you? Part I think we might have had him. Well, maybe. You're right there. Okay. Yeah, I think you might have played a game, maybe. Anyway, there was two small players. Or like, um, Will Snelling's a bit of a nuggety type, whereas Ham, he's a little bit light-bodied, but he has a pretty good uh, pace. Yeah. They were both really good. They were much better than Zaharakis and Fantasia. Uh, so it was an Essendon win without any contribution from... Zaka uh, and uh, Orazio was goalless. So, yeah. yeah. I want to ask you about Bell Chambers too. So he was managed out. Is that a dropping or? Yeah, why is Club saying managed? Like, um, it was clearly a, um, yeah. a mission. A mission, yeah. Because yeah. Phillips, his replacement, played pretty well. Yeah, he took it up to Grundy. Um, he was, yeah, broke even at least, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Well, they won the clearances, the Bombers, so that's a win. Yeah, apparently that's a theme Usually. with Grundy. Like, even last year, yeah. he, like, killed the hit outs, but can't win the clearances. Yeah, dating back to the prelim, I think. What against, do you think, you, what do you think they should do? Yeah, he's, he's clearly the most dominant ruckman in the comp, but yeah, to be a dominant ruckman, you need to, yeah, win clearances. You got an yeah, advantage I mean, in the ruck. Yeah. Just probably the connection between the mids, I think it's just lacking. Yeah, maybe back to our other point, maybe get some big bodied midfielders in there, make space, yeah. like, Side bottoms are outside flashy type. Yeah, Pendlebury's yeah. not a big bot, even though yeah. he's big, he's not a inside mid, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sai map the name you talked about before, maybe Sire, he's an option. Yeah, and Greenwood would be yeah good as well. Uh, the negative news for Essen is the string injury. So it was the last few seconds of the game, so it's okay. unfortunate for him, but he did his ankle, so he's out for at least four weeks. Didn't yeah. go, didn't fly up to Queensland, yeah. And what else? Yeah, with Danaher missing, that's an important, um, yeah, important. This is their two best forwards. Yeah, so they're going to have to find um, different avenues for goal. Um, yep. Who do you reckon could come in and fill that? Hooker? Yeah, Hooker or, I mean, Hooker and Hurley are the obvious names, but mm. I think Hurley, Hooker is probably the best option because he seems to have done well. Yeah, well, they come up against North next week and we've only got Ben Brown as a genuine key forward, yeah. so... They could probably afford to play Hurley on Brown and then put, yeah. Hooker, yeah, hooker forward, yeah. And Hooker normally plays well against us as well. So yeah. I think they'll, they definitely do that. Yeah. Moving on. So Lions and Port. So game of the round didn't really live up to it. So Lions probably the clear best team mm-hmm. at present and probably the favourite for the premiership at the moment. I know it's a... It keeps changing week keep, to week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So there'll be another team next week, I'm sure. But yeah, Port were having a big reality check after four straight wins. Did you watch the game? Most yeah, of I watched most of it, yeah. Okay. Um, watched the, the... That's what we like here at Footy Focus, watching most of the games. <laughs> I watched the uh, 
I watched the bad bit. So, um, didn't catch most of the first term, but I did watch it on replay. And yeah, Port were pretty dominant early on. But yeah, one one goal six behinds. Yeah, wasted all those. Who efforts. kicked the behinds? Why were they were they rushed or? Yeah, there was a few positions? a few gimmies there. Um, Robbie Gray actually kicked a hard one late in the first, so um, it was spread across a few guys. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just one guy, but yeah, I think after the first quarter, and they've talked about it as well, um, Lockie Neal, so they've made some in-game adjustments, which is really shows, I guess, the maturity of the team. They manned up that extra mid around the stoppages. Port were just dominating. Yeah, they sh- Lockie Neal did an interview after the game yeah, and he mentioned that. And gave away on, the gameplay. On the, yeah, and on the couch, I was watching a bit of that, and they right. yeah, mentioned it, like manning up the skinny winger or something. Skinny, yeah. yeah, so I think Carl Amon was that skinny, skinny yeah. mid in the first yeah. term, and they yeah, dominated the stoppages from then on. So, yeah, the first five goals in the second quarter by the Lions in the first nine minutes, that really effectively killed the contest. Mm-hmm. Hipwood, Big O and McStay, and we've talked about them in the pod last year, whether they can yeah. stand up. Yeah, when I read that, I yeah mentioned, yeah, this comes back to what you were saying, how your defence is undersized yeah. and tall blokes can get a hold of you. So, yeah, yeah I think if Jack was watching this, he might have remembered that yeah. part of the, our interview. So I was yeah watching that thinking of Dougal Howlett. So it was, yeah, 12 to 4 inside 50 marks and 13 to 4 contested marks. So they're really tall, Jonas, Cleary and Mackenzie to shred, as you were talking about the height difference. It was at least 10 centimetres between Hipwood and Big O to their defenders. So, yeah, it really showed up as well and exposed, yeah, our biggest weakness, which is the undersized defence. So, Do you have an intercept marker, a third man coming across? Is so, it McKenzie? McKenzie's probably been the biggest at the moment. I mean, you've got yeah, Darcy Byrne Jones and Hamish Hartlett do it Hamish a bit, but they're, could, yeah, but they're not big enough. They're not like your how or um, your Darcy Moore or, you know, Rance or Grimes. Yeah, you've got to be not quick as tall. well, not just. Yeah. Capable of the head. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, Neil's, I think, clearly the Brownlow favourite at the moment. Surely must be tagged for the rest of the season. I don't know why he doesn't get tagged every week, to be honest, because he kicks goals as well. I think that's the thing. He doesn't rack up disposals like mm-hmm. some big names like Crash Brothers or Claddon Oliver. He actually yeah, makes them damaging. Is he quick? Not particularly. Or... He's not. I wouldn't say he's breakneck speed, but he's definitely quicker than average. Um okay. But yeah, it's the the disposals forward of centre and the goals and the goal assists, which yeah, really kill. Yeah, right. Kill the other I'm just team. interested. Like Neil's become a gun, and he was like not a high draft pick. So yeah, he's looking at the future. Like, where can you find like diamonds in the rough like this? Yeah, I don't know whether that's credit for the Freo recruiting stuff. Not really the Brisbane ones, but Brisbane picked yeah, him up. It's Freo, yeah, it's Freo. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, great big up. Clearly, yeah, for like the undersized inside mid. With, yeah, because he's very small. He's not. Like you mentioned, well, the Collingwood inside means he's not yeah. six foot, not even close to it. So, no, but, mm, no, he's having a good year. And uh, Jared Berry, so he really caught my eye. He's taken a huge leap this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just a huge presence at stoppage. It's a bit like Tom Green the like, week before. Literally, he's tall. Do you know yeah. how tall he is? Six three. No? What's that, like 190? He's at least 190. He's yeah. like 194. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Key position. I'm pretty there. sure he's 194. Yeah. He's um, really noticeable, I think. Yeah. Because they've got. Um, yeah, Cam Rain obviously as well. His preseason, I think, has clearly been huge. His fitness looks yeah, much improved. Ryan Lester and Zach Bailey, so they're perfect role players, and you'll see that in any Premiership side, really. So, and Harris Andrews, the other one, he's yeah, clearly the best key back in the comp at the moment with no rants um, and no how as well. Mm-hmm. Kept Dixon to six touches and two goals. The only bright spot for Port was probably Zach Butters, 18. Touches and two goals, probably his best Where game. Where was he playing? Like half forward? Yeah, half forward, half forward area. Um, mm-hmm. Pushed into the stoppages late when we weren't doing too well and wanted to give some guys opportunities. 
But yeah, I think Lions, I think they're corridor board. I, mean, I think every time they touch the board, mostly just went through the corridor. They're exciting to watch. Aren't they? Yeah, the board it just gives defenders no chance. I think mm. even looking at the better defense, better better defense, better defenses in the mm. comp. Um, yeah, that ball movement's really going to hurt. Yeah, like teams, teams like Brisbane, it shows you you don't need to change like fundamental rules yeah. of the game to play attractive footy. It's direct. Yeah, and if they're going to be the best team playing like this, other teams they're going to try to copy that. And yeah, yeah so yeah, rules rules committee might just cool their jets and not make any changes. Yeah, you can't soon. can't make changes in in season anyway. Hopefully anyway. Yeah. So I think yeah, Lions are clearly going to be the team to beat especially if they play a few more games at the Gabba which it looks like it's going to happen so mm-hmm. yeah the team to watch I think alright cool like we might move on a quick hub update so yeah the, all 10 Victorian teams have flown to the northern states so Queensland and uh, New South Wales so because of the lockdowns um, starting again for six weeks they might be up there for a couple more weeks yeah. unless the AFL and the government approve there to be Melbourne games yeah. in another 30 days. So. 32, I think, days, isn't it? Five games in 32 days. Yeah, so we'll uh, see how that goes. Uh, moving on, what do you think of uh, the rule interpretation of holding the ball? Yes, yeah, so it was pretty obvious, wasn't it, that that was going to happen? Oh, after yeah, last I week. mean, the AFL sent a memo so, yeah. to the club saying it will. So it, and it did, I think. I think they were. I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, you watched a few games. Yeah, um,. It's very inconsistent, like anything. Like AFL is hard to umpire, and when you bring in a rule, like in a week, yeah. there's going to be clearly wrong decisions. And yeah. there was a, there were a handful, and I reckon um, you just got to not be so strict about it. Yeah. Like, okay, paired a little bit more than what you know, like what before. Clarkson was saying and yeah. what it was before, but you still got to reward the ball winner and yeah. let them win the hard ball. If they get tackled instantly, then there's no prior opportunity. Yeah. Well, that I know prior is a rule yeah. they brought in, like, as well. It used yeah. to be just get tackled and free kick against. Yeah. But, um, would you agree with that? They need some sort of prior? Yeah, I think the Petrarca one, not sure if you saw yeah, that. I saw it, yeah, So that was in front of goal, resulting in the goal of the Tigers. Yeah, he pretty so. much gets the ball, gets tackled immediately. Yeah, so the umpire on the mic said that he didn't have genuine attempt. yeah didn't have a genuine opportunity but he did but he didn't have prior opportunity yeah so if you don't have prior opportunity yeah and you don't make an attempt it's yeah yeah it's up. weird because they were saying even if you have so they're saying if you don't have to have prior to make yeah. a genuine attempt but it's if, be both, but you can't yeah it doesn't make sense yeah. like i mean and that was the wrong decision because there were way more cases where yeah. players got tackled after they got the ball yeah they didn't make an attempt yeah, but it was ball up because it was no prior. Prior, so they just got to like take a step back. Do you think? I think it'll flatten out this week, and hopefully it should. Yeah, yeah, I mean, flattens out before finals anyway. Yeah. Oh, finals is a whole different set of rules. Yeah. So let's not even get into that. <laughs> but it was Karma against Clarko. That was ten to one holding the ball decisions against. So yeah, maybe of, the problem with Hawthorne's tackling. Maybe just tackle better because <laughs> that's like one holding the ball free kick in two games. If they got none last week, yeah. So yeah, Clarko, who's your tackling coach? <laughs> uh, um, I'll ask you about Hayden Crozier so he's got a one match ban for a dangerous tackle do you think that was fair I know there's an appeal being held oh, as it's we already, speak um, no it's finished oh, and it stands oh it stands yeah. okay so is that so, fair yeah it is fair it was a, definitely a sling tackle his head was compromised Jack Marnie uh, went off the ground with a blood rule didn't get concussed came back on yeah. but that's how that's why the rule was brought in yeah. like, 
previously the, before the burglaring thing, yeah. he would got get off. Yeah. But yeah, now which is correct, the action could have caused serious injury. Um, Even though the arms weren't pinned, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that's, that's what good. we were getting at last time. Your arms Common don't sense, have yeah. to be pinned, right? Yeah, I agree. No one's got enough time to guard their fall even if their arms are pinned in that slingy yeah. time frame. Might talk a little bit about Eddie Maguire, um, his hypocrisy thing. Yeah, so <laughs> my thing is he can't, I mean, it's probably made, it's probably been cleared over the last 10 years, but the fact that he can still be allowed to be a prize president and commentate. Mm. Um, not sure what Brasher was doing when he was president was he still commentating he wasn't AAA? doing he i think he used to do kangaroo games and then he stopped for the second half of his yeah, time yeah. He, he didn't do kangaroo okay games. so i think yeah the eddie thing i don't think you can combine the roles i mean he's clearly made the situation worse i mean obviously he was trying to stand up for sidebottom took the hit for him but mm-hmm. obviously the thing with media these days is think things can get brought up and he's obviously called for a 100k fine and a season-long ban for the next covid breach after i think it was lucky hunter so mm-hmm. If that's the case, then side bottoms out for the year and a hundred k fine. Yeah. So um, clearly, he didn't he didn't uh, push for that last yeah, week. Like and, naturally, he's going to back off that. Yeah. yeah. And the Jack Stephen thing, like I was watching Footy Classified live, I think when he did say it, he wanted the info to be made public, which is fair enough. Um, they put Stephen up, and he's being stabbed, and he they didn't want to um, give the details. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do that and steal side bottom, he just said he woke up and yeah mm-hmm. went through the wrong door, which is not really an explanation. Mm-hmm. So. I think when Robbo is defending you, it's uh, not Robbo is on the other side of you. I think, yeah, you're, you're yeah. kind of wrong. <laughs> not, Talking not about drunk, <laughs> and yeah, it's Lloyd, time to quit. Yeah, and Lloydie and Darcy, I look, Darcy called him out, so at least he's been held yeah. to account. Yeah, I think a lot of people have called him. Yeah, out. might move on to the demons. Um, I'll ask you. Okay. Giving me a few questions. Do you think they need to start again? What do you mean, like rebuild? Rebuild, yeah. No, they've I don't top, think they've so. topped up. Yeah, but they have got so much talent, and um, so what's the issue then? Because they're still seventeen. Maybe just mentally <laughs> fragile. Fragile game plan might not be clear. Um, like I watched a bit of yeah, the couch last night, and Gary Lyon is critical about them just going at a hundred percent all the time. So they need to like step back and assess their options because they. Yeah, just their decision making with the ball isn't good. Yeah, well, the, and, the game plan clearly needs to change. Yeah, uh, it's a combination of their decision making and yeah. execution. They can't yeah. do like either of them. Yeah, yeah, properly. Um, and it's not a. I mean, it's not that bad. Like yeah. they just they need a key forward. They need some structure going forward. Like Tom McDonald's not really a forward. Hogan would have been nice, and Ben King. They yeah, could have got talking the, a bit the about Stephen, that. Stephen yeah. May so, trade. Yeah, they could have got Ben King with pick six. Like, um, yeah, they need that. Um, they need a tall forward, another tall forward. Yeah. Like, put Tom McDonald back. Like, mm. you, didn't, you didn't need May. You could have Lever, McDonald, and Hogan or King yeah. as your yeah forwards. Uh, but it doesn't take a lot to um, lot it. to fix to make turn it around. Like, in 2016, Richmond were just hopeless. Like hundred point loss. Yeah, and they changed. Sydney. Yeah, GWS. I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, beat them as well. And then after after one year, they changed about four players. Yeah. And maybe better coaching. I don't know, but they turned it around, and their yeah. average kicks became good kicks. So yeah, uh, I don't think it's that. Yeah, too far away. So hopefully they don't win too many games this year because we have their pick, which yeah. is at pick two at the moment, which is pretty good. I'm gonna move on to the Ruse rant. Oh yeah, do you want to 
do that now. There's no game review of the room. <laughs> no, but... uh, just a little couple of words on the, our list. Uh, we got rolled by the Bulldogs on yep. a primetime game, which is embarrassing. So same old story, like the McMillan, Atlees, Aaron Halls. They're just not up to AFL standard. Like, Hall? Not even Aaron Hall? Aaron Hall's like that um, okay. cherry on the top sort of player. Like Outside, you need, yeah. Yeah, you need the cake, and we don't have the cake, especially yeah. with Carlton Cunnington, Zeeble, yeah. uh, Higgins, uh, bit injured, and having five five or six of our best starting 22 out for like extended periods. Yeah. Um, Cunnington shouldn't have played. He was not 100% at all. He was yeah. not even like 50%. Didn't, didn't look like it from the first bounce. Yeah. No, he didn't. And he and was suddenly down to like 23 as well. Um, and Thomas got concussed. So... Yeah, it's just that the middle age bracket is no good. Yeah. And we've got good got elite top end and uh promising bottom end. Yeah. But that yeah, twenty two to twenty eight, other than Brown and maybe Polak, yeah. Dumont's okay. It's pretty thin. So yeah. yeah, might have to go to the draft. Um I mean, maybe look at mature age options or trade in yeah. a couple of experienced players. Um, it would be good to get a couple of free agents, but yeah. free agents tend to go to those top end teams. Yeah, like the ones chasing the flag. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to get like a Zach Williams or Aiden Core from GWS. Yeah. Just to, yeah, I think that would be a good fit. They're like in that twenty five, twenty six. I think you're into Zach Williams, so hopefully that, that yeah gets across the line. Yeah, again, but how many times do like top end players go to like a bottom sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but if we can flip like if we can get like an Alex Witherton or yeah. um, I don't know. Just pick off some players outside the yeah, best 22. Yeah, the Caleb Marshbank maybe. I don't know. It might be good. But um, I'd say for the rest of the year, just um, try to win. I don't want to tank. But yeah. give games to like Bailey Scott, Aiden Bonner, um, Will Walker and Luke Davies-Uniak when they get fit. And um, yeah, just try to phase out the McMillans and Atlees and Halls. Yeah, so I think Simpkins obviously taken a huge leap. Tara yeah. Thomas looks really good too. Yeah, so you've Simpkins, got some good. Yeah, yeah. The, the top um, end talent's really good. The yeah. first round picks, but a lot of teams have those sort of five or yeah. six good top top end like promising youngsters. Uh, but we need more of them. Like um, Hayden was good, and um, Curtis Taylor was a rising star this week. Yeah. A few pack marks and a couple of goals. So another the youth is good, but we just need to maybe top up a little bit in that middle age bracket. Yeah. Do you want to um, talk a bit about the Frio St. Kilda game? We might preview that. Yeah, so obviously Frio coming off their first win and the Saints probably the red-hot team apart from the Lions at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the Saints, I want to make a quick mention of Hunter Clark and Nick Caulfield and Ben Long probably too. So they're the three, underrated defence. Yeah, really underrated defence. I mean, they were probably much maligned. There were a lot of Saints fans on radio, I remember, saying, why were these guys first-round picks? But they've really stood up and they've got a really exciting... Yeah, rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back line at the moment. Yeah, like uh, Hunter Clark and Coffield were top ten picks, and I think yeah. Long was uh, in their twenties. So. Yeah, well, they took they took time. That's the thing. They didn't mm. they didn't take one or two years. Yeah. They've taken three or four years to really mature. So yeah, they're still young. Yeah, but um, yeah, Long's been good. Even last year, there were moments where he showed yeah, something. Promise, so, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, good to see Coffield like have a like a breakout game or something. Yeah. Like Hunter Clark's been consistent for. a like a half a dozen games now, but yeah, uh, yeah, it looks like Radden sort of developing them nicely. Yeah, and I think yeah, obviously Rowan Marshall as well. The right acquisition was probably um, unnecessary because Marshall is clearly yeah. 
suited to playing, you know, the Goldstein, the Grundy and the Gorn role, just rucking the whole way through. So mm-hmm. I think he'll have a huge advantage over Frio. I mean, Lob Lob doesn't really isn't isn't really your first yeah. your first ruck. Yeah. I mean like Ryder would have been good if the season was normal, like the full, yeah, yeah. full game time. He might probably be playing, but um I think yeah, gonna need two ruckmen. Yeah. I think the Sands forward set up too, like King, Membry, mm-hmm. they really they really haven't missed Bruce and Bruce yeah. obviously kicked six on the weekend, mm-hmm. but yeah, their their forward line's standing up really well and they're not missing like Hanabry's barely been there since he mm. he's got a, yeah, recruited. Yeah, that's true. So they're not missing him at all. Mm-hmm. Bradley Hill hasn't done too much. He's been yeah. good, but he hasn't starred. And um, yeah, like Butler, he's been good. So we need Kangaroos need to look at bits like that as well, like the Butlers. Yeah, and, yeah, to come in. And fill it's been role. a great pickup. Dougal Howard's playing his role, and um, yeah, you've got Jack Steele who's probably the most informed tagger at the yeah, moment. He's so underrated. He's yeah. got a great record against uh, Patrick Cripps. So yeah. I think he's beaten him the last couple of times. And yeah, yeah Jared Geary. Yeah, even even Steele, like yeah. he was um, a Greater West Sydney player, and yeah. they traded him in. So the Roos really need to start yeah looking at these. players like that. Yeah, maybe not pay like first round picks. Yeah, uh, but try to like do second, third round deals to yeah. get them in. And yeah, Freo they're obviously missing five at the moment, so I don't think they're going to win. I don't. I won't tip them this game, but yeah, Angus Brayshaw really stepped up. Yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, similarly to um the Caulfields, uh, yeah, Brayshaw and even Chera, they both yeah. had like hundred plus super coach games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Griffin Logue again, another first round. Yeah, he's pick. yeah he he's one of the bet, better mm-hmm. defenders already in the comp, and he's on the what second or third. Yeah, and year. he can play tall and small. Like he's yeah. a good size and he's quick, and he he, he took um Charlie Cameron yeah, out of the game. Held him goalless ago, yeah, yeah. in the second half. So. Um, and then they have got guys like uh, Hayden Young and Caleb Sorong, who are first year players that have been. I haven't seen much of Sorong, but Hayden Young looks, yeah. He yeah, looks really good. Left foot. Yeah, uh, got a great boy use. Yeah. So I so, think I'd still tip the Saints, and I think they're going to continue their role at the moment. Yeah, like, I don't know. Without, yeah, the five factor probably swings, yeah, swings it for the, for the Saints, but it's hard to stay up for like a month. Yeah. Like, like, four Adelaide won four in order or something and dropped one. So. It's going to be hard to maintain that. For the whole uh, year, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go for a bit of an upset. Maybe I'll tip Freo okay. here. I reckon... Um, Ho- I know Hogan's out, which is uh, a big loss, but... Yeah. Um, they've, yeah. They've, really, they've barely played with Hogan anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd want probably Tabernet to stand up and kick a few mm-hmm. as well. So And obviously Walters. Yeah, Walters maybe... He's the main man. Maybe like one of the youngsters can have a, another breakout game this yeah. time again. Yeah. Um, might talk a little bit about the Port and Roos games. So Port is playing GWS. Yeah, on the Sunday. I so yeah, it's a big game for us. I think yeah, it's a, not. I wouldn't say it's a must win, but I'd like to think if we're probably serious about a, a premiership, probably it's a game we probably should win. But uh, Giants, Giants have hit some form. Yeah, well, it was twenty five inside fifties and eighteen scoring shots as the oh, yeah, most efficient game yeah. ever mm-hmm. from that stat. So yeah. Um, Hay- Haynes was uh, amazing again. Yeah. yeah, he can do everything like that. Yeah, him and probably um, yeah, Tarrant, mm-hmm. probably the bet the better two, and um, Harris Andrews. They're probably the three best defenders mm-hmm. in the comp, nearly. Yeah, and uh, Phil Davis played. I didn't think he'd play, but he uh, yeah played, and um, they might get Taranto back. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw an article saying he might have recovered. The BNF winner from last year, so very critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it will be a tough game. I think, uh, I don't know who to tip. It's another toss of a coin, really. Jeremy Cameron wasn't that 
uh, he didn't get a lot of much of the ball, but when he did, he made a, yeah. an impact. And um, yeah, so Port Adelaide defenders again will have to like. Yeah, Query better sta- Query should stand up. Hopefully, he had a poor game on the weekend, so hopefully that's yeah. the match up there. Because they exploited our uh, McAvoy finally. Yeah, well, there. I mean, GWS have got they've got three of the most agile mm-hmm. forwards in the yeah. comp. So Humelberg as well. In it's there. a team McAvoy should struggle against, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the Roos. Yeah, we play Essendon. Like uh, recent record, we've had close games, but. For some reason, yeah, Essendon seems to win more than not. So, yeah. um, got to get back on track. They had a few losses in a row. Yeah, I mean, the injury list is sort of um, mounting, I would say. So, on the personnel front, it's pretty hard. But then again, Essendon, they do have their injury worries as well. Um, I think we've got to just man up on Tipper. <laughs> he yeah. normally kills us. Who's um, the matchup there? McDonald's. Probably McDonald, yeah. yeah. He's been reliable this year. Um, so he's actually having a decent year at McDonald's. So. Yeah. And um, maybe Kyron Hayden might go to like a Fantasia or another okay. small. So he's been impressive as well, Hayden. So, yeah, if we can win the midfield battle again, yeah, guys like Cunnington probably won't play and yeah. Higgins is 50-50, I think. So. Your two best mids. Yeah, two best mids, a chance for someone else to go through there and stand up. This is what I want, like maybe a Hearn or Bonner to like get inside midfield time. Yeah. So. You'd like to think Goldstein would dominate in the ruck against Phillips. Yeah, you'd think so, yeah. So well. he might give us first twos. Um Again, the conditions might be Dewey and Essendon. They played uh, similar conditions on Friday night, yeah. so it might advantage them a little bit. So Yeah, I'd, I'd reckon Essendon might just have this, um, yeah. even, though, even though they don't have Stringer. But um, they tend to match up pretty well against us. Brown is not really in any sort of form. Yeah. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll tip the red. I think Brown might kick six. So there's my <laughs> well, tip. Unlikely. I think he doesn't really have a good record at Metricon. <laughs> He's due. I think Josh Bruce was due for a few weeks. Yeah. Back, so Hopefully, yeah. We'll better. see. I think if any chance, and we guys like Zerha, Curtis Taylor, they might need to get on. Is Larky close to coming back? Not yet. I think he's going to play a practice game this week. Yeah. Uh, same with Davies Uniac. Um, it's Ben Brown definitely needs more support. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cherry's been playing, but he hasn't been marking him. Uh, but yeah, I reckon yeah, just give the give a couple of younger guys a go and um, yep. see what they got. Yeah. We'll, uh, Anything else? Okay, we'll wrap it up and then we're back to back to Scott next week. So. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Catch you next week.